go. Hey, Husky fans. Welcome back to Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel. My name is Trevor Mueller, and with me is... Hey, Grant. And we're like Lafayette and Hamilton. Is that from Hamilton? Absolutely, it is. The real question is... Have I seen it? The question is, how many times have I seen it? Are you serious? Dead. I've seen it three times. My little neighbor kid was over uh, hanging out with my son the other day, and uh, she was watching it. And after about four minutes, she turned it off. And I was like, why did you turn it off? She's like, I don't get it. And so if my 14-year-old neighbor can't get it, I can't get it. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> I got to tell you, it's great. It's a musical. You don't like musicals? I mean, I do, but only in person. Okay, I can, uh, what about Greatest Showman? I stand by my last statement. Well, you've seen The Greatest Showman live, because I don't think you have, and you're very good at identifying those two, because it's not live. But you know those two. Uh, no. Yeah, you got them um, when I used that as our duo a while ago. Uh, use it again. Uh, Barnum. Oh, it was because you knew the zoo. Or the... Uh, Barnum and Bailey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't Bailey. It was uh, the made-up character from the movie that Zac Efron plays, but whatever. Um, okay. So let's kind of get back into this, huh? I think uh, Fourth and Inches is probably back now weekly i my guess would be right that is uh probably a good guess but you know what happens when you assume things trev it, i do know <laughs> can't say it but you do know we I, uh we, we we've taken a little bit of time off um trevor started the new family it's been uh it's been trying um I, i've started racing again full time so uh, that's taken a lot of time. Uh, we apologize to everybody that's all our loyal listeners that haven't gotten us a whole lot lately. But like anybody else, sometimes life and family gets in the way of uh, recreational hobbies. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's funny because during COVID, you'd think there isn't a ton to talk about. But the reality is there is still things going on in the sporting world. Some of it is way out of our, you know, way above our pay grade when it comes to whether or not we're going to have a, a regular football season. We're still going to talk about it because, you know, what else are we going to do? But there are still a bunch of things going on that's actually the, the pandemic has hastened uh, a lot of the commits. So yeah. since we last talked, Jake, there's been a whole bunch of guys and I'm not going to go in any sort of order, but you know, Owen Prentice signed or committed, Will Law to, Jabez Tine, um, who have you else have you missed, Dyson McCutcheon, Caleb Barry, Robert Worsh, all really, really good players uh, that Jimmy Lake and company were able to get in. Some of those guys are, are, are guys that haven't played a ton of football, but they have all the intangibles that you look for in great athletes, and they're stockpiling athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jabez, man, that's a that's a big time commit right there in itself. Obviously, we missed out on the other Kennedy Catholic uh, wide receiver, 
but uh, from from my understanding is that Jabez is really the better fit for the program that we have going on right now. He's more of a slot receiver. And from what I hear is that they're, they weren't high on the other guy just because of the fact that they still think that they're in the running for Emeka. And Emeka would be the golden horse of all of them. And why take somebody and, and why pursue somebody that you don't think has everything that Emeka has. So they're obviously putting all their, all their eggs into one basket. So I think out of the kids that have signed recently, I think the Law 2 signing and the Prentice signing are the big ones. And the Prentice signing is correlated uh, directly because of Caden Jumper. And I think Caden Jumper is a, is a, big dark horse as far as recruiting goes for this draft or for this recruiting class. You know, it's funny. Cause like, you know, the, the big get out of the state of Washington so far was, and will be um, Sam Heward, regardless of what else they're able to pull out of Washington, but getting those guys that are glue guys, like a Caden jumper, who is just like a really good kid who knows a lot of people. And the other one is Will Latu who has uh, some really close ties with a, a, a Mecca and then um, JT as well. Those are just recruiting tools uh, that could really change some of the, uh, the narrative around those two top guys and going to Ohio state. So, you know, it's still a long ways to go, but, you know, regardless, this is turning into being a really athletic and, and really good class. Yeah, I think you hit it on the head as far as, as Prentice and, and Jumper and even Latu goes. The, what, what's the big thing right now with these kids? It's, it's social media. It's the Twitter. Uh, the amount of exposure that these kids are giving to each other and telling these guys, hey, I'm committed here. And that we look at the class that we have going, moving forward, you know, and, and being able to, to tag these kids and everything uh, every day, being able to commute or communicate to these kids without even having to call them. I mean, that's a huge, huge thing. Obviously every school has it, but getting these Will Latus and these Caden jumpers that are on social media every day, plugging these guys saying, Hey man, UW special. You know, you need to come be a part of these hometown heroes. That's a huge, huge win for this program just for the fact that these kids are doing a lot of this dirty work for these coaches. All right, Jake, the big story out of the state of Washington, the WIA has made the decision to move football to the spring. It's going to be around the beginning of March, uh, and it's going to go up until about uh, like the spring break kind of time in um in early to mid um, April. Uh, the big story with that is Sam Heward has decided to stay home. He's decided not to enroll into the University of Washington early, along with his other high profile teammates. And they're gonna chase that for a state championship. Jake, what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think really it's a better decision for Sam to stay just because of, I think, yeah, obviously he wants that state championship, but our quarterback room is stacked right now and it wouldn't make a difference whether he came in early. I don't think he would win the starting job right away as a true freshman. So for him to stay and, and get that coveted state championship and put another notch on his belt, 
would be a huge, a huge accomplishment for him. And it would just give him more field time. So for him to stay in high school and, and to get everyday reps and to get game reps is a huge deal for him. Obviously, it's not at the same level, but for him to be able to come out and play every day and then come into, into the UW when he's supposed to and get that, that time in practice and maybe get a redshirt year under his belt, I think it's going to do him a lot of good in the long run. You know, that's one of those interesting things that the springtime, especially for quarterbacks, is some of that time where it's not really to allow them to get involved with the playbook because at this point, Sam already has a playbook. Right. It's about getting used to the speed of the game. Yep. And I think for him, um, because he's playing at such a high level, he's playing on the best seven-on-seven team. He's playing against the best of the best around the nation with Ford Sports performance. I don't know. I mean, there's still going to be a big transition for him once he gets to the University of Washington. Um, But as the high school ranks get better and better, these kids are coming in more polished and ready to play. So a kid like him with as much talent as he has and, frankly, the, the people that are around him, I don't know if it's going to be that big of a deal. I think it's a really cool move. I know he was on the fence about it the night before he, um, he was still trying to make up his mind. He had some options on the table and uh, I just told him, I think this was a really good choice on his part. Yeah. And I totally agree. And I think he absolutely made the right call. And you make a, a really good point as far as he's getting a lot of practice with a lot of high level talent right now. A lot of guys that are going to the UW, a lot of guys that are playing D one ball elsewhere, He's playing those seven on seven. So he's getting reps outside of high school as it is with guys that he will be coming to the UW with. So for him to forego a senior season to me just doesn't make any sense because like I, like I said, he, he's not going to get on, he's not going to get on the field as a true freshman. We have too much depth. We have too much talent. So take your time, kid, learn the system even more. You know, you, like you said, you already have that playbook get to know that playbook, the ins and outs and everything else, and keep practicing with those guys. And, and when you do get onto campus, you'll be even more polished and you'll be even more ready. So maybe when you do get onto campus, you have a fight for that starting job. Yeah, and definitely as, as we get closer to next spring, I think you and I are going to debate pretty heatedly oh, about right. whether or not Sam Heward uh, will redshirt or start right away. I'm still on that Dylan Morris train, baby. That's right. For Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel, I'm Trevor Mueller. He's Jake Grant. Go dogs. Go dogs.